Simon, son of John, do you love me? Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Hmm. I keep on hearing the song in the back of my head, a song that I heard when I was young and I've heard many years since. We are one in the Spirit, we are one in the Lord, we are one in the Spirit, we are one in the Lord, and we pray that our unity may someday be restored, and they'll know we are Christians by our love, by our love, yes, they'll know we are Christians by our love. This old song, and, and I know it's an old song because I'm getting old and it's older than me. This old song was written by Peter Schultes way back in 1966, a year before I was born. It has almost become a universally accepted reminder to us that it's love that we're called to have, the love of God that we're called to share, the love of Christ that motivates our religious action, our social inclusion, our cultural witness. It's love. Simon, son of John, do you love me? Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. It's the love of God in Jesus Christ that motivates our very being. It's the love of God for us, for you and for me, for the found and for the lost, for those who are in and those who are out, for the poor and for the rich, for blacks and browns and Asians and whites, for the marginalized and the privileged. It's the love of God for the whole world for Christians and non-Christians, for non-believers and believers. It's the love of God that without exception brought Jesus into this world through this painful thing that we call life and to the cross where He would experience with us the scariest thing that any of us will ever have to face, death. So that we don't face death alone, but we face death with God, with God in Jesus Christ. It's love that brought Jesus here. It's love that brings God into our midst. It's God's love for the whole world that this is all about. Simon, son of John, do you love me? Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. They'll know we are Christians, not by what we believe, not by how we articulate what we believe, not by our doctrines or our articles of religion or our creeds or our professions of faith, not by our rules and regulations, not by our educational degrees or our books of discipline or pronouncements of general conferences, 
and not by our judgments and our exclusions and our purity of membership, but by our love. By our love, yes, they'll know we are Christians. By our love. Simon, son of John, do you love me? Yes, Lord. You know that I love you. We're not really good at it, are we? We're not really good at being known as Christians by our love. In fact, we're rather lousy at it. We're known not by who we include, but by who we exclude. We're known not by whom we forgive, but by whom we condemn. We're known not for our love, not for the love of God and Jesus, but for our failure as a community, as a faith, to share love. And to be very honest with you, it wasn't easy for Peter. Here in this scene, just a week after the resurrection of Jesus, here in this scene we have Peter struggling to reply to Jesus, to give the right answer. Simon, son of John, do you love me? Now, in English, it looks pretty straightforward. Do you love me? Yes, you know I love you. Do you love me? Yes, you know I love you. Do you love me? Oh, yes, you know I love you. But when you go back and look at it in its original language, in, in the original language of John, not, not the language it was spoken in, but the language it was first written in, in Greek, you see there's an interesting, subtle change here. See, Jesus asks him, do you love me? And he uses a specific word, a word we've talked about here before, agape. It's the high ultimate form of love. It's considering the needs of the other as essential to your own needs. That's agape love. And that's what Jesus asks him. Simon, son of John, do you agape me? Let's just use the Greek word as if it were English. Do you agape me? And what is Peter's response? Yes, Lord, you know I agape you? No. Peter says, yes, Lord, you know I phileo you. Now, phileo means to like. It means to have affection for. It means to consider fondly. It means to have brotherly, sisterly love. Not considering the needs of the other as more important than or essential to your own needs, but loving as in strong affection or liking. Oh, so he didn't reply with agape. He replied with that second order love. You know that I like you. That's not obvious in English, but it's glaring in Greek. So Jesus asks a second time. Do you agape me? Do you love me? And Peter's reply is, you know that I phileo you. You know I like you. You know I have strong affection for you. You know I care about you. But not agape. Well, that's just fascinating. Why would Peter reply that way? So let's look at the third time. So Jesus asks him a third time. 
Peter, do you phileo me? He moves from agape love to phileo love. Do you phileo me? Do you, are you, do you have affection for me? Do you like me? And Peter's response is, you know that I have phileo for you. You know that I like you. You know that I have affection for you. What Jesus has done is he's gone from the ultimate form of love to where Peter is at, to what Peter can do at that moment. Peter couldn't yet express agape love, but he could express phileo love. He couldn't express that ultimate love of considering the needs of the other as more important than or essential to your own need, but he could express the considering the need of the other as important and caring for you and having affection for you, and liking you. A little bit strong. Like is really not the best translation here, but it's the idea. Huh. So, Jesus reached down to where Peter was, emotionally and spiritually, but He didn't leave him there. He reached down and He took him, just like He reached down when Peter is sinking into the water, when he's walking on that water, Jesus reaches in and grabs hold. I'll take you where you are, Peter, and raise you up. So that later, Peter could say he was amazed that many who have never seen the Lord, nevertheless, agape Him, love Him. Hmm. They will know we are Christians. By our love, by our love, by our love, they will know we are Christians by our love. There's a piece of me that wants to say to those who are leaving the denomination beginning now and moving through the next many, many months and a couple of years even wants to say goodbye and don't let the door hit you on the way out. No. Oh, I'd love to say that. The carnal part of me that knows it's not right would love to say it. I know. I pray for them. We must pray for ourselves and for them for us all as we seek to share God's love with all, even with those with whom we disagree. We are called to share God's love. Just as God shared love with us in the incarnation and birth, the life and the ministry, the sacrifice and death and resurrection of Jesus, just as God shares God's love with us through the sacrament of Holy Communion, a sacrament of inclusion, of welcoming, and of love, we are called to share God's love with others, including especially those with whom we disagree. 
And like Peter, <laughs> myself and others, we're not quite there yet. But by God's grace, by the grace of Jesus, I believe we'll make it there. Yes, they'll know we are Christians by our love, by the love of God that we have received and that we, by God's grace, are called to reflect to all. And we pray that our unity will someday be restored. Yes, they'll know we are Christians by our love. Simon, son of John, do you love me? Yes, Lord. You know that I love you. Then feed my lambs, then tend my sheep. That's what we're called to do. To love God and love our neighbor as ourself. Do you love me? Yes, Lord. You know that I love you. Then feed my sheep. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Let me dwell. May God's people stand. Your prayer.